0: You're listening to Made for Living Well, episode number 228. And today, we're putting to rest the macronutrient debate. This is the Made for Living Well podcast, hosted by Alexa Sherb, the place to create a life well lived. Welcome back to this podcast. As always, my name's Alexa, and this is Made for Living Well. Because I believe health is inside of you, you just have to learn how to let it out. And so today, we're going to talk about a great debate in the health space, and that is macronutrients. There is so much talk around carbohydrates, protein, and fat, and how many you should eat of them, or which one you should eliminate, and really, all in surge of weight loss. So today, we're going to talk about macronutrients, what they are, why they're important, And at the same time, why they're not overly important. (laughs) So we're going to talk about it all and try to put to rest the great macronutrient debate and put it back in your control because it's not as confusing as we've made it out to be. In fact, this stuff should be simple. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you want more information about today's episode where I go a little bit more in depth into what are the best types of each macronutrient, head on over to thelivingwell.com and learn more about that. Again, there's all kinds of great stuff over at livingwell.com. I'm so glad that you're here and you're diving in this has been a dream come true. In fact, I didn't even know that this was going to be possible when we started out the year last year, but here we are an entire year later and I couldn't be more thrilled. Really, it's just the message that you do not need to be fixed, you just need to be filled. And that goes along with what we're going to talk about today. So again, thank you so much for being here. I hope that you check out the new site over at thelivingwell.com, take a look around, Learn more about those free classes and don't forget that I have one of my most popular classes coming up where we get to work one-on-one together in live classes called Health Made Simple. If you want to take things to another level and truly change the entire scope of what you believe about health and how to achieve that, you're going to want to join us in Health Made Simple. So to learn more and get signed up, which there's a limited number of seats. So you're going to want to go there quickly and get signed up, head on over to thelivingwell.com backslash HSM stands for health made simple. So backslash HSM to get signed up for health made simple. We're getting started really, really soon. And I don't want you to miss that. This is the only time I'm going to teach it until fall. And I just love it so much. So Head on over there, get signed up, but for now, stay tuned because we're diving into the great macronutrient debate, which in my head should have never become a debate. Now, let's just quickly define what macronutrients are. Macronutrients are the bigger nutrient categories that we see in our diet, like carbohydrates, protein, and fat. We also have a whole host of micronutrients which are more of your vitamins and minerals which micronutrients get talked about but they really don't get the level of love that they deserve because micronutrients are a really big deal in the body. In fact, it's one of the reasons why we need to eat. You know, so many people just get so focused that we have to eat for energy and energy can be measured by calories that we gather this notion that we can control how our body responds based off what we provide. And what we provide has to be formulated in perfect calculations of the right ratios of carbohydrate, protein, and fat and the calories that they consume. Basically, we want it to take health and nutrition and our body as a whole and put it into quantitative numbers that we can manage and track and measure. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. In fact, I think the science does show on some level under eating or eating less than you burn is actually a very necessary part of longevity. We know that people who live the longest, healthiest lives over time traditionally under eight, rather than overeat. Now, I don't want to get lost in that because I think we hear that and we automatically think that we should go back to tracking and counting and measuring and keeping control of our calorie count. Again, I'm not saying if that works for you, do that. But there's more to health than just the the number of calories or the amount of macronutrients you consume. The reality is, is all three are important. Unfortunately, we have learned in the health space that controlling our macronutrient count can change the look of the body, right? We can eliminate certain macronutrients, and we've done this periodically throughout history where we've eliminated entire groups of macronutrients. Like we had the low-fat diet where we eliminated dietary fat from the diet, and we saw change inside the body. Now we're in this low-carb nation, which we've been in before, where we feel that if we can eliminate carbohydrates in our diet, then we can change the look of our body. Does it work? Yes. But is it because of the change in macronutrient, or is it simply just the change that's been induced on the body? These are good questions to ask, and I know this might be like, okay, I don't want to know that. I just want to know what macronutrients to eat. We are going to talk about that. But the reality for our body is, is just because your body changes the way it looks, just because you reach a goal that you've set does not mean that it's good for your body. We can change our body and change the look by stressing our body. Now, this gets to be a fine line because stress by nature is actually a good thing for our body. It's just the right kinds of stress with the right perspective and the right reason behind it that change your body in a positive way. But in the case of what we've done with macronutrients, it hasn't always ended up in the best way for our body. Why? Because macronutrients are still important in our diet. In fact, macronutrients contain essential nutrients that our body needs to thrive. When we eliminate a whole group of macronutrients, we eliminate a whole set of nutrients that our body no longer has access to and therefore cannot use in order to live the healthiest life that it needs to. Meaning something in the body is going to not function as it was designed. Can it still function? Yes, because our body is amazing at channeling and changing the way that it does stuff, compensating for what we do to it. But the goal is not trying to micromanage our diet in order to get our body to respond the way we want it to respond. It's working with the body so that it can respond in health, which always ends in our favor. It always ends up being the same thing, but two completely different outcomes internally inside the body which unfortunately we don't really see when we start to work on micromanaging our diet. So let's just get into this macronutrient debate. The whole macronutrient debate, again, came with the the notion of weight loss. And we know about macronutrients that each gram of the specific macronutrient contains an estimated number of calories, which equate to energy. Some of our macronutrients like fat have a lot more calories or energy units per gram than a protein or a carbohydrate. Now, there's a lot of ways that you could analyze that information, but that's just the reality of macronutrients. But we have three groups of macronutrients. Again, we have carbohydrates, which we know is like our breads and our fruits and our vegetables and sugar. The carbohydrate category contains a lot of foods. In fact, the majority of the grocery store is made up of carbohydrates. But carbohydrates are our Uh, One of the main energy sources, but carbohydrates also contain a lot of nutrients, especially when we look at the produce section, right? We consume produce mostly for the nutrients that they contain. And so carbohydrates are really essential to the diet, not only because they help mobilize and get your body to use the energy in your body, but also because they provide essential nutrients. They provide building blocks that your body needs. The same holds true for protein. Protein is essential in the structural component of the body. We think a lot of times that protein is important just for muscle, but any structural component inside the body is birthed out of protein. So whether it's enzymes or it's your hormones or it's your bone, protein is a building structural component of the body. It gives our body meaning, right? It gives us shape. Um, And protein is, again, really essential. Of course, we know where protein comes from, right? Whether it's animal protein or vegan sources of protein like nuts and seeds, even some vegetables, right? Legumes, there's lots of different places that we can get protein sources. Proteins still are essential building blocks or nutrients to the body. And fat is no different, right? Fat has its own functions in the body. In fact, some would consider fat to have more functions than the other nutrients. Although if we really spread those out into how our body is using them, they're probably all pretty equivalent and need inside the body. But fat, similar to protein, tends to be a structural component to the body. It also helps separate off things, getting our body to function. Not to mention, it's the starting point of all hormones fat is critical. It's so critical that it's in every cell of the body and your body has the ability to produce some level of fat when necessary. And I specifically say that about cholesterol, what we think of as a fat, Um, but cholesterol can be produced in every single cell inside the body because it's an essential nutrient. So yes, all macronutrients, while different are needed inside the body. And I cannot wrap my mind around the, the idea that anyone should be eliminated. I can't figure out for the life of me what that solves other than a quick fix to an external appearance. But does it last or does it come with lasting consequences? And I think we need to take a deep dive in there. Because sometimes we get so fixated on the simple quick fix that we fail to see what happens long-term. And I think all of us want long-term lasting health. That's why we're doing this, right? And I don't think that long-term lasting health comes from the elimination of any one macronutrient. It's like saying, I'm not gonna take vitamin D because I just don't think it's valuable inside my body. And I think by not taking vitamin D, I can change my body. Like we wouldn't say that, right? We wouldn't say that about vitamin C. We wouldn't say that about vitamin A or any vitamin or nutrient inside of our body. We wouldn't eliminate it because we know there's a need. And I want us to get back to that focus of need inside the body. Our body was designed to function off carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. This is how our body functions. These are necessary nutrients our body needs. Yes, you can find research on all sides of the spectrum. You can find research in support of only eating protein and fat. You can find um, research only eating carbohydrates, right? You can find research on a strict carnivore diet of only meats, and you can find great research on only eating plants. There's research on all sides making this feel so extreme. But at the end of the day, it was designed to be so simple. We eat what our body needs and our body needs all of those things. And so again, it's not so much to me about trying to micromanage this. And I think when we get into micromanaging macronutrients and calories, we miss the focus and the necessary need inside the body. And that's how those things are responding inside of our body. Because our reality of the human body, just like all of life, is it's constantly changing and constantly evolving. So nothing is static. And this is where health changes, right? Because what we have created so far in the health space and the research we've done has been on a very static measure of life. When we do research studies, it's done in a lab or in a very specific and controlled environment, which is not wrong. That's how data is analyzed. That's how science works, right? But to our reality, life is never static. It's never staying the same, and your body isn't either. It's constantly changing. And that's not something to be frustrated by. That's something to be celebrated. But we don't celebrate that, and that's why we get stuck on these static diets. So I think we get frustrated by this notion when really it's supposed to be simple. And the simple reality is is that we have to understand how these macronutrients are working with your energy because at the end of the day what your body needs to live healthy is energy. That is what it's looking for in everything that you do. Yes, there is going to be things that take your energy, that channel it maybe in a direction of unhealth or channel it in a direction of survival. Like if you get a virus or bacteria, your energy level is going to decrease as your body channels that energy into your immune system and fighting off what's inside of you. Again, your body is changing based on the elements and nothing in life is static. And and that's where to me, it's less about worrying about the macronutrients and it's more looking at your life and living aware of what it is that you can do to help enhance your body. All three macronutrients contain energy. They do. That's where we get the calorie count. Carbohydrates and proteins have four calories per gram. Fat has seven. That's not something that you need to worry about, but it does show that each macronutrient contains a set amount of energy. It's what's inside that energy that's going to change what your body does with it, meaning there's lots of factors involved in how your body's going to use that. It's not to say that it's good or bad. It's to say, what is your body going to do with that? And that's dependent upon the life and the cycle and the seasonality in which you live right now. So what I'm trying to say is that we've put so much emphasis into controlling macronutrients when at the end of the day, it's not the macronutrients that we need to be worried about, but the cyclical cycle of our bodies, of looking at what our body needs and providing more of that. Because when we get into controlling macronutrients, that becomes very, very static. It may work in the short term, but long term, you're gonna become deficient in something that your body needs. And so really, it's about understanding and listening to your body more than it is calculating some macronutrient. But I do wanna be clear. There is research on all sides, but that doesn't mean that that works for you, right? Research works based on the individual. So yes, some of you are gonna benefit from more of a vegan diet. Some of you are gonna benefit from more of a high-density protein diet. Some of you are gonna benefit more from a carbohydrate-based diet, right? All of our needs are slightly different. And all of your needs are going to change as you change, as the seasons change, as your life changes. That's why none of this is static and why we shouldn't get so fixated and put all of our attention into something outside of our body, what we need to do is invest that energy into our body. So to end the debate, I think all the macronutrients are really, really important. And I don't think that we should spend our time micromanaging how many of those you put in your body. What I do think we should do is we should start to evaluate and understand the life cycle in which we live and provide more of what our body needs based on that. I'm gonna explain that and I'm gonna give you some actual helpful ideas on how to do this. But I do want to come back and say, yes, science matters. But what matters more than what the science is telling us is what your body does with it. That is truly where the rubber meets the road. And so we have to go back and listen to it. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't set boundaries and create um, some discipline routine in what we do, right? I don't want you to hear me say like, oh, macronutrients at the end of the day don't matter. Therefore, eat whatever you want. That's not true. They do matter and we do have to have some sort of routine. What doesn't matter is trying to micromanage them because long-term that doesn't work. And also eliminating a macronutrient has never been proven safe. In fact, this whole low-carb diet that we've been infatuated with for the last few years is really being found to be extremely damaging, especially on the hormonal flow of the body. Why? Because it lowers the energy down just enough that those hormones can't send their energetic message throughout the body, and it causes a disruption inside the body. Again, because your body is always competing for survival when really it wants to thrive. So if you want your body to thrive, I think it's important that you create a diet based on all macronutrients what you need to know more than macronutrients is understanding what your body does with those. And what your body does with those is gonna be based on different things like the quality of the macronutrient you're consuming, your body's gonna do something completely different with an apple than a candy bar, right? We know this though, right? We know that there's a difference. Your body's gonna do something completely different between conventional meat and grass-fed meat or um, the oil on French fries versus a pad of grass-fed butter. Like your body's going to do different things based on the quality of that macronutrient. So one thing that's important to know. Don't worry about macronutrients, but definitely do worry about the quality of the macronutrients that you're consuming. Going for nutrients, your body's going to use those macronutrients differently, and the more nutrient-dense they are, the more energizing they are to the body, meaning the more your body's going to open up, and the less likely it is to store that energy. Next week, we're going to talk about channeling energy versus um, calculating it and how our body actually stores energy. So if you don't know what I'm talking about there, come back and listen next week because it's going to blow your mind. But one, quality and nutrient density is going to change what your body does with it. And the more nutrients you can give or provide within that macronutrient, the better off you're going to be long term. I like to talk about this like as in clean energy or negative energy, right? The quality of the macronutrient is going to change how energized you feel after you consume them. So I have people who tell me, well, carbs just don't make me feel good. Carbs make me feel tired and give me brain fog, and that truly could be the case, but it's more to do with the quality of the carbohydrate than it is the carbohydrate itself, and there is a very big distinction that needs to be made, because I can guarantee that eating a ton of vegetables is not going to decrease your energy level or make you feel heavier bloated. Drinking a smoothie, a fruit smoothie, is not going to make you feel heavy or tired, right? Right? It's different types of carbohydrates that are going to make you feel overwhelmed. Yes, sitting down with a bag of chips is probably going to make anyone feel tired or bloated or eating all the bread at the restaurant never makes anyone feel good. So the quality is going to change the energy flow. And I like to distinguish this between like clean energy or negative energy. Clean energy, carbs or protein or fat, whatever you wanna say, are the things that make you feel good. The things that give you energy. The negative energy foods, maybe things like fast food or that bag of chips, it's not to say that you can't have those things, but in the end, consuming too many of them is going to make you feel heavy and exhausted and tired and fatigued. That's where you start to link that it's the macronutrient when in fact it's just the quality of that macronutrient that's going to change how you feel. The second thing that you need to be aware of is seasonality. So quality matters, but so does seasonality. And we don't talk about this enough, but it's a really big deal. The season that you're living in and the weather patterns and even the light patterns is going to change how your body uses what you provide it. There are seasons when our body needs fattier, more protein rich foods, and there's seasons when our body needs lighter, maybe more carbohydrate dense foods. And I think that we kind of know this based on our cravings, right? In the winter, when it's cold outside, your body probably is craving heavier foods. Those heavier foods help warm your body up because the digestive process creates heat. And so that heat creates warmth inside your body, creating nourishment and filling. Quick carbohydrates are not going to nourish and warm your body up like more of a fatty, high protein, kind of those comfort foods that you're looking for. In the summer, when your body's already hot, you probably don't want foods that take a long period of time to be broken down and digested because that's going to create unnecessary fire or heat inside your body you so you'll probably look for more of those light vegetables, fruit-based smoothies, salads. Those things are going to be more nourishing to you. So seasonality really does make a difference. It does change things. And you can find more about seasonality. I'm writing that up in the blog that goes along with this podcast. So just head on over to livingwell.com and learn all about seasonality there. But seasonality matters. Number three is the time in which you eat food. <laughs> We haven't talked about this on here yet, but we are going to be talking about this. The reality is, is that when you eat, changes what your body does with what you eat. So again, it can't just be a matter of just micromanaging macronutrients because when you consume those, it's gonna greatly change what your body does with those. In the morning, your body has more energy, but it's also looking for more energy, meaning you have a little bit higher metabolic rate than you do in the evening when your body's starting to shut down. There's some really amazing research out there. In fact, there's one study that it took um, two different groups of people and they were fed the exact same diet, the exact same amount, the exact same diet, in the exact same location. The only thing that changed was the time of day in which they ate. So they had one group of people who ate the majority of all of their food before lunch or lunch and before, right? They had like the 1 p.m. cutoff. So they ate between 7 a.m. and 1 p.m. And they kind of stopped eating for the day. And then they had another group who started eating at 2 p.m. and ate until 8 p.m. And what they found, even though they had the exact same number of calories and the exact same macronutrient ratio and the exact same foods, is that the people who consume food in the morning lost weight and the people who consume food in the evening gained weight. You might be thinking, how is that possible, right? And we wanna start passing blame on our genetics and our body, but the reality is is when your body needs, energy changes throughout the day. So it's not so much just about micromanaging those macronutrients because you could do that and still not see the results that you want or long-term have more negative consequences, When really you could see the changes you need just by changing the time of day that you eat them. So there's more to the story than just the macronutrient itself. There's seasonality, there's quality and how many micronutrient contains, and also the time of day. The fourth thing that changes the macronutrients is how they're consumed and layered with other foods. This one's important to me, and I think this is like the quick tip how you could feel yourself today is don't eat macronutrients by themselves. They were designed to be layered together, creating meals. Like most of the time, if I had someone like, if you laid out a a whole table of food and you had someone fill their plate with a meal, 99% of the time, that's gonna include a protein, a fat, and a carbohydrate. Naturally, when we think of meals, most people think of layering that together. We've created meals based on um, having that nutrient density, which means layers of different nutrients together to create a meal. We just naturally do this. But when you want to have a snack, a lot of times that's just a single macronutrient, whether it's just an apple or just a handful of nuts and seeds or it, whatever that is, right? We we tend to just, when we snack, we think of just one thing. But a good rule of thumb for Changing what our body does with what you consume is making sure that when you eat, you have layers of different foods together. It's not just a single food, but it's a bunch of foods or it's different macronutrients coming together. So to make that clear, a good rule of thumb and one way that you can really feel yourself this week is not worry so much about the macronutrients that you're consuming, but making sure that at every time that you eat, you have all three present. So you don't just want to eat a carbohydrate, but you want to add a protein and fat to that. So basically, make meals. Putting them together and layering things. And the last thing that I want to say with this whole macronutrient debate is that we get so worked up and hung up on how it's going to change the outer appearance of your body. But I want to be clear on one thing. The only way to truly change the outer appearance on your body is based on how much energy your body has. Now, you could go on a diet and restrict a whole macronutrient, and you could put all of this work into it, but it's really not about what you do to your body. It's about what your body does with that, and what your body does with that is always based on a flow of energy. Again, next week, we're going to talk about this, so you're going to want to come back. I probably should have flip-flopped these, Um, but I guess it'll give you the cliffhanger to want to come back and learn more how your body uses the energy or how your body is using energy changes what you do with the macronutrient. So your body down regulates or regulates based off of what you provide it. So you might find like, okay, I'm going to give up carbs for a while. I'm just not going to eat them. And your body, you give up those carbs, you give up that energy and your body changes based on that, right? But what happens over time is your body's metabolism and its flow changes to meet that. So the less carbs you eat, ironically, the less you need. So your body's constantly working to come to that level. So you might find that it works initially, but long-term, anytime that you go off of that plan or you consume any amount of carbohydrate, it's gonna work in the opposite direction, right? So your body will gain some weight. And the lower the carbs you need, the less that you can consume without seeing a detrimental effect to that. Again, it's always about flow of energy. So what I want you to do is spend less time focusing on the macronutrient ratio and more time understanding how did these foods make me feel quality matters, seasonality, even cyclically, right? For women who are cycling um, and men- and having their menstrual cycle, how many carbs and macronutrients you need is going to change based on that. But even we see this cyclically in life. Kids, as they're growing and changing, if you're a parent, you know this, sometimes all your kids will eat is protein. Other times, all they'll eat is carbs. There tends to be not a lot of in-between, But we see this as we age, right? Sometimes we need more carbs. Sometimes we need more protein based on what our body's going through. So what I want you to do at the end of all of this is not worry so much about macronutrients. Understand they're all important inside the body. They're all a nutrient. That's why they're called a macronutrient. They're just a different type, but it's no different than vitamin C or vitamin D or any of the vitamins and minerals that we consume. They're all important. What you need to focus on is how they make you feel and the quality, what your body needs seasonally and cyclically, the time of day in which you eat them and how you put them together. Those things matter more than the macronutrient themselves and ultimately the goal is how can I give myself more energy or how can I use and open up the flow of energy inside my body so my body can thrive, not just survive. Because if I start to eliminate a macronutrient, I start to starve myself of something that puts a threat in your body. And anytime your body feels threatened and unsafe, it starts to go into survival mode, which is store, hoard, and conserve, which looks like storing body fat. But if you can keep your body open and releasing and have a natural flow of energy, your body will not hold on to excess amounts of energy if it does not feel threatened. So it will get rid of it and it will release it. This is what people think of with metabolism, right? Like some people are like, oh, they can eat all the carbs and never gain an ounce. I look at carbs and I gain weight. That's because of how you react or how your perception of the macronutrient is inside your body. If you look at it and you think it's a threat, it's gonna be a threat. But if you look at it and you think of it as nurturing your body, your body's going to do something completely different with it. And it can, just that change in perspective can change your metabolism. Yes, all things we're going to talk about here at Made for Living Well, but ultimately what I want you to know, you were made to consume protein, carbohydrate, and fat. The quality matters, the quantity, the timing of the day, all of that matters, but we should not fixate on eliminating them or getting lost in the debate of them. But simply know it's less about what you do and more about what your body does with what you do. And so when you start to focus on what your body does, you can start to provide what it needs. And that's my hope for all of this. So what can you do with this, right? How do you leave filled? Today, I want you to focus less on macronutrients. In fact, just erase them from your mind. And I want you to start focusing on what is going to give me energy? What does it feel like my body needs? And how can I provide that for my body? Today, how can you fill yourself with energy when it comes to the food that you eat? And pay attention. Maybe you thought it was gonna be energizing and you left feeling bloated and heavy. Well, then you can take note, that's just not what your body needs right now, and you can start to change your rhythms away from all the things you thought you should do into all the things that your body actively needs you to do to create a space to thrive. So that's your lesson on macronutrients, and I hope, it puts to rest some of the macronutrient debate because it really at the end of the day is less about how you can micromanage your diet and it's always about how your body is using that and how the flow of energy is inside your body. Like I said, next week we're gonna talk about channeling energy over calculating energy and really starting to make sense of metabolism inside the body. So you're gonna wanna stay tuned for that next week. But for now, like I said, you can learn more about seasonality and macronutrients over at thelivingwell.com where I'm sharing more and lots of other things like Health Made Simple where we actually start to break this down and I help show you for you personally, what it looks like to live a healthy, energized, open life where your body responds in health, doing all the things that you want it to without having to beat it into submission to do it. It's so good and you're not going to want to miss it. So make sure you go over to thelivingwell.com backslash health made simple backslash HMS for health made simple and sign up today. Also, while you're there, if you wouldn't mind leaving a rating and review on this podcast, you can get something special from me that will help you move further and health made simple. So make sure you shoot me an email with a screenshot of the rating and review that you left on this podcast, and I will give you a free gift that you're going to want to use over at thelivingwell.com. Okay, that's it for today. Come back next week as we talk about energy. And remember, you were made for living well. Don't ever forget that and use that to live out health. I will see you back here next Monday with a new podcast.